everyone, and welcome back to the Nurse on the Go podcast. In today's episode, we will be discussing how to pass skills checkoff. If you do not know what skills checkoff is or have yet to do one, skills checkoff is an examination that is done in your lab classes. In lab, you learn things such as how to administer injections, urinary catheters, wound dressings, etc. And after you have learned a new skill and had time to practice, your lab instructors will examine how well you can do a procedure and grade you based on how many checkoffs on a list you did correctly. In my lab, there was no final grade. It was just pass or fail. So we only needed a minimum of 65% in order to pass. If we did two things completely wrong or skipped something on the checkoffs list, that was crucial. It would be an automatic fail. My class only provided two opportunities to pass the skills checkoff. So if you failed the first time, you would be given a second try. And if you failed the second time, you'd fail the class. The skills checkoffs are essentially the midterms and final exam for lab. So that is why if you fail one, you fail the whole class. In my lab class, the lab instructors provided us with this checkoff list before the exam so that we could follow that and they could use the same list to grade us with. The anxious part about skills checkoff is how you have to have someone there with you with a checklist following and watching everything you do. And if you do make a mistake or miss something, you will be docked points. So today, to help you guys out, I'll be providing you with the best tips on how to pass skills checkoff with a 100%. I've done it multiple times, so you guys should know that these tips are credible and definitely will help you get that A+. Today, I've compiled 10 tips on how you guys can also pass skills checkoff with flying colors. I highly recommend that you guys follow all these tips and get the grade that you deserve. Tip number one to successfully pass skills checkoff is to attend all your labs. My labs were all mandatory attendance, and if yours is not, you should still go. I highly recommend that you attend all your classes because this is where you learn all the practical skills. You learn everything that will be for your examination, for your skills checkoff. You also learn things that you'll be using in nursing school. So by attending these classes, you're able to learn one-on-one with your instructor. You also are able to work with your classmates and learn new things. Also, you can practice things over and over again and ask questions when you can because your instructor is right there. So by just going to class, you learn how to do things the right way and you learn how to do things according to your lab instructors and you don't have to rely simply on a textbook or on YouTube videos or a random website. You know exactly what they're looking for and you learn from the correct source. Tip number two is when you are in labs or before the lab exam or skills checkoff, I recommend that you ask as many questions as you can. So I recommend this because you definitely do not want to wait till the last minute. For example, if it's the night before your lab exam and you're really struggling or you don't know the answer to something and all your friends are asleep and you're just struggling, you wish you asked questions, this is why I recommend you ask questions. So for example, if you're practicing how to do injections in your lab class and you have a question about which angle you should insert one of the types of injections, you definitely want to ask that question right there and then because that's a crucial part in one of the skills checkoff because you have to get the right angle of insertion. So by asking that question then, you're not waiting last minute and you know how to do it. And every time you practice from then on, you'll be doing the correct way and not the wrong way. So ask any questions you have. Nothing is an incorrect or bad question to ask. Ask it either way and you'll feel more 
content that you ask a question than keeping it to yourself. Tip number three for how to pass skills checkoff is when you get this skills checkoff list, read it over multiple times. So my, like I said earlier, my lab instructors allowed us to have the skills checkoff list prior to doing the exam. So we're able to use that as a guide and they would actually exam us using the same skills checkoff list. So I recommend you take that list, read it over and over again so that you don't miss anything. See if there's any discrepancies or anything that you don't understand on that list and go take it to your lab the next time you're there and ask your instructor what this means or what the answer to this is or what would that look like for the lab exam so you have a better understanding of what they're looking for because at the end of the day, they're going to be the ones who are examining you and know what they want from you. So if you go off and ask them exactly what you want, and questions that you have, you can get that answered and you know and you're comfortable with that skills checkoff list. Tip number four is to make sure that you have all the supplies you need if you're going to be practicing at home. If you're not going to be practicing at home or if you don't have all the supplies that you need, figure out if you're going to be practicing with a friend or if you're going to be practicing in the skills lab. I say this because you definitely don't want to wait last minute and you want to make sure that you have all those supplies with you so you're able to practice at home and you're able to do everything on your own and you can use your skills check off and practice and do all that at home because a lot a big chunk of practicing for that skills check off is not going to be done in class it's also going to be done at home so by having all your supplies that you'll need for that exam you're able to practice at home and get familiarized with yourself with all that you'll need Tip number five is a very important tip. I know that I did this for every single lab exam that I had, as well as my friends would do the same thing. And this is what we did. We took the skills checkoff list and we converted it to a script for ourselves to memorize. So what I would do is I have my skills checkoff list. All it has is the different steps and the sequential steps that they want us to follow during the exam. And then they just have the points that each skill is worth. And then they just have a symbol, either like caution sign or a stop sign to indicate to us if we miss a stop sign, that means that we will automatically fail. If we miss one stop sign, we automatically fail the exam. If we miss two caution signs during the skills checkoff, then we fail the exam. So what you would do is open a Google Doc, open a Word document, and I want you to write down step one, two, three, how many steps there are and write it down what you'll do. So for example, if the first step on the skills checkoff is to hand sanitize your hands and to walk into the patient's room and introduce yourself. So what I recommend that you do is that you write down on your script, step one, I will sanitize my hands. You can write in parentheses how long you will hand sanitize your hands because you're gonna wanna say those things out loud. So say how long you'll sanitize, how you'll sanitize, and just the correct steps to sanitize your hands using sanitizer. And then after that, you can write down, I will enter the patient's room, and then you could state your name. Let's say you can say, hello, my name is Jane Doe. I'm a nursing student at Blank Hospital, and today I will be performing your routine bed bath. And that's your intro. So by writing that down, you have more than just introduce yourself, sanitize hands. You've elaborated on what you're going to say, and that's what they expect from you. They don't expect from you to follow the checkoff list like black and white and just follow exactly what it says and regurgitate it. They want you to elaborate it and act 
and act like a real nurse. So you definitely want to have that written down. So do that for every single part on the exam. Write it down exactly what you'll say during the exam and translate it to your own words. And after you've done that, I recommend that you highlight where they've had a stop sign or where they say you could fail this if you miss this step. For example, if it's injecting a needle the wrong angle, if they have a stop sign there, highlight that sentence where you describe the angle of insertion in the color red. And then if you have caution signs or if you skip two of these and you could fail the class, highlight those in yellow. By highlighting those colors, you're able to recognize that if you skip those, you'll fail. And by just having that highlighted, it's better for you to understand and see it with your eyes. And it'll be bolded in your memory that if you miss these, you will fail the exam. So you're less likely to miss those and it'll guarantee that you pass. Tip number six is also a very major step and it is to practice with a family member or friend. So when you practice with a family member or friend, you're really getting familiar with working with a patient. And if you have a partner that you're going to be with during your exam, just acting like the patient, you can get familiar on where to look on different body parts or organs and you can have the patient or family member just respond back to you and you can just get more comfortable with how it'll be in the actual scenario. So that's a great tip to get more prepared and ready and get a lot of practice in. And during this step, you can use your script, but I recommend that you try using it less and less. So by the time you get closer to the day of your exam, you won't need the script anymore because you definitely will not be able to use your script during the exam. So I recommend that you practice with a family member or friend. Tip number seven is also a very, very great tip. And it's once you're confident enough to no longer use the script when practicing with your family member or friend, I recommend that you have someone else just as a third party to watch you with the skills checkoff list in their hand. So as you go through the different steps, they're able to check off if you did something correctly. And if you missed something, they could just put an X beside it. So after you've done that and gone through the whole procedure, they could let you know what you did wrong and things that you missed. So in the future, you realize that you really have to pay attention to those things so that you don't miss them again. And it just gets you in the mindset of having someone watch you and being tested because it's very, very nerve wracking to know that someone's watching you. And if you're someone who's never done it before and you're going into a skills checkoff, you might feel nervous because it's weird to know that it's not just a presentation that you're giving a class and they don't know what you're doing. They literally have a whole checkoff that you're supposed to be following. So if you just follow it and have someone else test you, do it as many times as it makes you feel confident. But I really recommend that tip. And along with that, as they're checking off the skills checkoff list to correct you, I also recommend that you have them time you because I know for my lab exams, we had to be timed. So by getting in the routine of being timed and trying to beat your time every time so that you're not going too long or over time, that's a great way to practice. Tip number eight is to practice and go over your script and lab skills check off and what you've practiced so far with a friend from your class or just a classmate because you may be missing something that's not on the list and that you didn't know about but they knew about it. So it always helps to go through that because I know one time I didn't know a specific thing that we had to be doing. I thought we didn't have to do it, but we actually did. And my friend had told me that like right before I had to go in for my lab exam. So I'm so thankful for her for telling me that because if I didn't know that, maybe I would have done something wrong. So just by going over it with someone else in your class, 
you can realize things if you maybe missed something or just didn't know that you had to do something. It's a great way to make sure that you're doing everything correctly. So tip number nine is all about right before your exam. So before your exam, I want you to make sure that you bring all your supplies with you from home. You bring everything that you'll need. Make sure that you leave home on time and you get to school extra early. You def definitely don't want to be late to a skills checkoff. You want to make sure that you're nice and relaxed and not stressed. And I recommend that if you are stressed, don't be, give yourself some time not to practice right before the exam because you may miss something, but definitely go over the steps in your head so that you just get in the groove of everything. Tip number 10 is just a lot of tips that I have for during the exam. So the first tip I have is when taking the exam, definitely take your time. I noticed that when I'm doing my exam, I get extra nervous. So I tend to speed things up or go even faster than how I would go at home. And that's just because you're stressed and you're talking a lot faster and you just want to get it over with. So just take your time so that you don't miss anything. Do everything sequentially, meaning if you know what comes after the other, just take your time. And I highly recommend if you do a step and you don't know what comes next, don't just jump to the next thing that you think you know what you have to do. Stop for a second. Take your time. Just think about it. Think about what comes next and slowly take every step. Because if you just jump to the next step, you might forget about it entirely and lose marks for skipping it versus just waiting a few seconds and minutes pausing and thinking about what you have to do next. So I've definitely done that multiple times where I, I would just stand there and think for a second like or I'll just go over it in my head and kind of mumble it to myself like, okay, I do this quadrant and this abdominal quadrant and then this one next and then next I check the respiratory rate. Just go through those steps next and be one step ahead of yourself so you know what you're doing next. That's a key reason I tell you to make a script is because doing a script, you understand and you've revised what comes next. The skills checkoff, it's a good way to practice too, but everything is just so, how do I explain it? It's just so blocky that you might miss a step without even noticing it. It's not even a clear list. So you definitely want to make your own list, customize it to how you want to do everything. Just, definitely so. you want to follow your script and follow the steps. And by having numbers on your steps, you know, okay, this is step number five. This is step number six. And then you know where you're heading. And the last tip I really do have attached to tip number 10 is if you do miss something or forget something during your exam, my lab instructors actually allowed us to state what we missed and what we could have done during the lab exam. So for example, if I was about to do an insulin injection and I forgot to wipe the top of the vial with a alcohol swab and then I just proceeded to put the needle inside the vial, what I could have done is restart and state Yes, I forgot to wipe the top of the vial with an alcohol wipe. What I would have done is that and then restart. And by doing that, my instructors would not dock us points if we remembered during the actual lab exam. So you can go ahead and ask your lab exam teacher if that is allowed to do in your class. If you miss it and they dock you off, just you want to know that before you start your exam. So definitely ask them if you don't know. Those are all the tips that I have for you guys to do extremely well on your skills checkoff. I definitely understand how it can be very anxious and a very nerve-wracking situation because you're just so worried and you want to do really well. And I just recommend that you take deep breaths, know that you'll do great, you always have a second chance, don't give up. 
practice as many times as you can. I promise practicing more and more and more, it'll get ingrained in your head. You guys will do so well. I have so much faith in you guys. So let me know if you guys have any questions. You can DM me at the Nurse On The Go podcast, which is my Instagram. And I post posts on my Instagram every single day. So go on there for some motivation. And as well, I post some educational posts. So just follow that and you'll be caught up to date with everything you need to know. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. I appreciate you guys so much. Talk to you soon. The Nurse On The Go.